0: Today we have Joe Horowitz on the show. Joe's the director of audit at Stetson Cyber Group, uh, where he does cybersecurity assessments and he educates businesses on what a cybersecurity program should be. Uh, On the show, we talk about why auditors have to change our mindset. How would Joe rebrand the the term audit? Um, That was a question that was kind of floating around when we were doing the recording. And while Joe doesn't give maybe the most practical answer, he certainly gives the best answer, so check that out. Joe also talks about why cyber is the way of the future, and then what Joe is doing to help educate folks in cyber. Uh, and then Joe closes us out with a recommendation on their website. We'll put links in the show notes for that. But he talks about a threat feed page on their website that is updated every 30 minutes, so it's pulling um threat feeds from all these different reputable sources and kind of aggregates them into this one website and if you go to the link if you follow the link there is a pop-up and put your name and email in there and you will get the the email list for that it's also a really good way to if you don't already have a relationship or even if you do um, but especially if you don't have a relationship with the cyber folks uh in your organization I would take that link, send it to them and say, you know, whatever, Hey, I came across this thought you might find it interesting. It's from all these reputable sources. It updates every 30 minutes, yada, yada, yada. Uh, even if you don't know, you know, even if you haven't worked with those people before, it's going to be a really good way to start building a relationship with them or to advance even a relationship. Those small things make a big difference. And as Joe talks about, we're going to need a good relationship with the cybersecurity folks, um, as internal auditors. So that's, a. Uh, a good resource to pass along to them. Like I said, in the show notes, there's links to the Stetson Cyber Group website, the Stetson Cyber Group threat feed. We also talk about a book, Atomic Habits, which uh, I've read multiple books on habits and how to develop habits. And so Joe and I kind of get into that uh, for a little bit. And Atomic Atomic Habits is the best book that I've come across for that. So I'll put a link in the show notes for that also here we go. One of the things that I'm always interested in is a lot of times people say, yeah, it's about the mindset. You have to change your mindset. And I'm always, okay, how do you do that? Like, it's not like you need to lose weight. And we all know, okay, don't eat carbs. That's how you lose weight. Don't drink. That's how you lose weight, drink water, you know, that those kinds of things. I don't know, uh, Joe, when you and I talked uh, earlier, you talked about how auditors have to change their mindset. And so two questions, I guess. One what is that mindset now and what should it change to? And then what are your thoughts on how we can change that mindset?
1: Sure, Um, there are a lot of auditors out there who are still really going through um, old school routines. Um, When I say old school, I'm talking about checking the box, um, relying on their chief audit executive who may have been in the profession for years and years and years and really is not up on the the latest standards and all Mm -hmm. the latest audit techniques. And it's really it's a shame, you know. They really need to go out there and start uh, learning about the new risks out there. And it's always about risk. Uh, the newest risk out there is cybersecurity, IT issues. Uh, yes, controls are important, but really, it's a whole program. It's a whole uh, a collection of things. What I do now really goes into the cybersecurity side of things and the IT side of things. Everything in the news today is about cybersecurity. You know, no one's really talking about uh, a lot about the fraud or embezzlements and things of that anymore, because it's coming from overseas or it's coming from bad actors. And if you don't change with the times, you're not going to uh, uh, identify the risks, address the risks and try to find the controls that you need in place to take care of those risks.
0: So how, again, how, how can we change that mindset? How have you changed your mindset? Maybe is a better way to say it.
1: So, uh, you know, it, I've been always a progressive type of uh, person. You know, I, I've always looked beyond the box. I've never wanted to just be inside the box. Um, I'm lucky in that respect. It takes education. It really takes reading and wanting to have uh, a thirst for knowledge and a thirst for talking to your your coworkers and to your uh, colleagues and understanding what they're doing on a day to day basis. Um, listening to podcasts like this. What you know, looking at webinars and everything and seeing what's relevant out there today, reading the newspaper, just reading the newspaper and reading the news um, that come online and just seeing things. uh, Again, I bring back the pipeline. It's a major example of how we're always under attack, whether it be government, large businesses, and just really think, step back for a second and say, listen, I'm in auditing to help identify these risks and controls. How am I really putting that on the company I'm working for?
0: So the the reason that I smiled when you said that read books as a way to change your mindset, I got this quote from James Clear. He wrote Atomic Habits, which is a fantastic book, probably one of the best books on how to actually instill habits and make sure that you succeed with those. So highly recommend that book. But as a side there's a quote from him that I read just recently within the past month that said books are for mindset. Quiet time is for strategy. Quiet time is for being able to think for strategy. And then conversations with successful peers is for tactics. And I've asked multiple people that question about like, how do you get in a certain mindset? How do you change your mindset? And I mean, James said it in three words, books for mindset. So that's when when you said books, that's immediately, uh, you know, why I smile because I absolutely believe that that is the case. So whatever mindset someone's looking to, uh develop find the books around that and you know read them and then uh, you know additionally like you said uh joe talk to people that are doing that um i think it's i think that's fantastic answer
1: yes people really need to get outside of their box uh and they really need to understand the world around them i know a lot of people maybe they are not happy being an auditor or maybe they, they fell into profession Listen, I actually wasn't going to school to become an auditor. <laughs> I fell into the profession. It just—I I lucked into it somehow. I got a job out of college, and as my career has progressed, I realized what my worth was, and what my and what my path was that I wanted to do. Uh, I worked for a lot of internal audit. And I worked for external audit, and realized I didn't want to be pigeonholed into a box that the that other people didn't see that I saw. Like the I, I saw. Um, just so outside of that box that where I am today is really coming to fruition everything that I've wanted to do in audits. Uh, I love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Hey, everyone. Thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at Auditboard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. Auditboard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit risk and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with Audit Board's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see Audit Board's award-winning platform in action today. Yeah, and this is the Audit Podcast. Obviously, we're talking about Audit. But the word audit doesn't always have the most positive feel to it, especially when you tell people I'm in audit or I'm in internal audit or, hey, we're internal audit and we're going to audit you know, your, your business process, your baby, as some people will even refer to it. Yes. And so there's been some conversation around this lately, but what would you, what are your thoughts on, okay, let's stop calling it audit. Let's rebrand it as what,
1: what would you rebrand it as? Um, I think I responded to Richard Chambers. I was probably the first one when he did it on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think one of the protectors of the realm got a lot of nice. uh, good hits on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're business partners. We're, we're supposed to be business partners. We've gotten such a bad stigma over the years because of the fact that we go in a lot of times. It's early in the in the audit life lifespan, lifespan. It's been CPAs going in. And uh, I know a lot of CPAs and they're just, they're very focused on accounting, they're focused on tax work and they really don't think outside that box. And I'm gonna keep going back to that analogy even though it's old and outdated, but it's true. Um, So we've gotten a bad stigma. So auditors come in, oh my God, here come the auditors. And even when I was internal audit, the external auditors came in like, (laughs) they they come in like once, once a year, they don't know what they're talking about for all the work that we've done. And they question everything internal audit does. And you know, what do you know? Mm -hmm. First off, all the internal external auditors really need to get on the same page. Uh, There is, there is a different mindset when between external and internal audit. And as far as just the word audit, it's, Carries such a negative connotation over the years. Uh, It's going to take a new generation of auditors. They don't even change the name to really help companies and really help the public to appreciate what we do. Um, You know, I'm at the point in my life and my career, I'm starting to be part of the old guard where I I can't do this forever. So I also like to train and teach and, and, and the ways that I've become accustomed to doing things and mm-hmm. so hoping that the auditors that I'm training and teaching bring about the, that change in the world.
0: Uh, I think if nothing else, I want it to be protectors of the realm just so we can change this to the protectors of the realm podcast. I think yeah. that has a nice, I think that has a nice ring to it, you know,
1: Great ring to it. Do I, yeah. I get royalties for that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be perfect. Uh, <laughs> so we are talking audit and a, a hot topic for good reason, has been cyber. Uh, that's the area that you're in now. Why is cyber the way of the future?
1: Oh, cyber is, is everywhere. Uh, Cybersecurity is the, what everybody goes, all the bad actors go after. Uh, it's no longer the worrying about so much the insider threat. There's so many manual controls around doing reconciliation, things like that. Not that it can't happen, but it makes it so difficult. Uh, all the years that have been going by, where companies do not invest in their IT infrastructure and protections around IT, is really starting to come back to bite companies and governments in the butt. There, I can't tell you how many assessments we go through, where we're talking to small small companies, or we're talking to municipalities or uh, school districts. They just they don't understand it because they're never brought into the fray. They don't know anything about it. They're just like, leave it to the IT guys. Mm-hmm. The yeah, IT guys aren't experts in cybersecurity. They they don't know, and they can't. They don't even have the money or wherewithal to do it. So it, it really is the new it has to be the new mindset, the new way to go, and and to really have uh, cybersecurity auditors out there uh, assessing risk. and President Biden declared that the, the um, cypress, there needs to be stronger cybersecurity rules on a national level. You can't have it from state to state having different mm-hmm. guidelines because, you know, a lot of commerce is happening across state lines anyways. Uh, it, I was excited that he went <laughs> in that direction. It really is a step in the right direction that someone from a federal level is starting to come down and say it's a it's not just a state problem. It's not just a company problem. It's a national problem.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I like, so earlier, you're talking about educating folks on this type of mm-hmm. thing. I know we talked in the past, you talked about the education system failing uh, and bringing on auditors and, and cyber people. I kind of want to get your thoughts yes. on that. And then I know that's an area of interest for you. Uh, what are you doing um, to help educate folks?
1: So uh, from a personal standpoint, we hired a young lady who was in a local school uh, for a cybersecurity degree. Mm-hmm. And she has stated to me several times that in the few months that she's worked with me, she's learned so much more about cybersecurity than she has in her three to four year degree that she's done in the school. And now that she has this knowledge and she goes back to professors and asks them questions, they just brush her off. Hmm. So the education system, despite having these degrees, are really failing to bring in uh, qualified auditors or assessors or cybersecurity professionals to, to the world. And it's, it's really sad. Um, I personally would love to go back at some point in my life and I know they require a master's degree and I don't have a master's degree, although I have all these certifications. Get that master's degree, go back to these colleges and go back to these schools and really educate uh, and have a class on cybersecurity auditing and cybersecurity risk assessments uh, to to give them an interest in this and teach them what they need to know. It really is. This is the speed. This is where all the bad actors are. This is where all the good cyber people are. There is such a gap out there. Uh, And as far as the people that we go and audit, it's really just talking to them on a regular basis. Um, We do promote annual trainings. Uh, They're required to have it if they're HIPAA, if they're high trust, if they're NIST, everything, any requirements that they have to go through, they must do training every year. But you really have to uh, you have to discuss it with them. The security officer has to understand why they're doing it, and he or she has to relay it down to their teams of the importance of understanding not to click on a phishing email or to really what to look for. So education is so important in cyber security, and it's just falling by the wayside, and it it, it just not it, it. People really need to take that to heart.
0: Yeah, and I'm not a cyber person but i talked to people like you and other cybersecurity folks and they they share similar sentiments in that the education system just doesn't really support it um, right now and hands on is kind of the the best way to do it so i think i think your your peers definitely agree with you joe any any closing words uh closing remarks that you want to leave the audience with
1: absolutely um as a cybersecurity professional, uh, you no, know, it's not just about paying me for my services. I re- really want to, as a company, Stetson Cyber Group, we want to inform people. So what we've done is we've put on our website a threat feed page. In that threat feed page, there are multiple tabs to go through different feeds, whether it be related to privacy governance, uh, anything related to high-level um, vulnerability threats, uh, bad actors and things of that nature. It's completely free. Completely free for anybody to check it out and to educate themselves, just to understand, oh, this is out here. This is what's going in my industry in healthcare or education. Uh, We want people to be informed. We want them to be educated. So I'm hoping that people take away that they should go there and really look at that as often as possible. The feeds change, I believe it's every 30 minutes and we pull those feeds from the most reputable sources around the country.
0: Yeah, that's a fantastic resource. All right, Joe, thank you very much for coming on.
1: And thank you for having me, it was an absolute pleasure.